Costs to originate keep rising, even with more technology in the industry. The problem is the core platform. A new LOS can re-architect the process around data, not humans moving paper files. Vesta has built this LOS, and you can learn more at Vesta.com. Pulled from the hottest topics coming across our news desk, I'm Alcina Lloyd, and this is The Daily Download. Today, I'll be covering the impact Airbnb properties could have on the housing market, the Mortgage Bankers Association's weekly application survey, a housing market rebound in Washington, D.C., and data from the MBA that claims the mortgage forbearance pace is slowing. But before you listen, here's a brief word from our sponsor. Extraordinary challenges demand extraordinary solutions. CoreLogic is uniquely positioned to help you navigate this historic disruption. Whether it's virtual home showings, flexible employment verifications, or automated loan modification engines, CoreLogic delivers the data-driven solutions, targeted insights, and deep domain expertise trusted by the nation's most successful mortgage lenders. Explore how CoreLogic can help you today. Visit corelogic.com forward slash COVID-19. Thanks for listening, and let's get started with an article written by Kathleen Howley that claims while the real estate market has lots of challenges during the COVID-19 pandemic, a tsunami of houses being sold by Airbnb hosts isn't one of them. Howley says Airbnb's tally of 850,000 whole house listings is just 0.8% of the nation's stock of single-family homes. According to her, even if a big chunk of them came on the market, would be a welcome relief to the severe shortage of housing inventory. That being said, while some Airbnb property owners are finding they're in a jam, the company says it's not seeing a large number of hosts delist their homes. Lawrence Young, chief economist at the National Association of Realtors, says the 1.47 million homes listed for sale at the end of April was the lowest number ever recorded, and the real estate market has been burdened for years with a shortage of available properties because of underbuilding in the wake of the financial crisis more than a decade ago. Yun says he would welcome more investor properties, including Airbnb types of properties, onto the market for potential home buyers, which he says would be a welcome relief. Our next story comes from Alex Roja and covers this week's Mortgage Bankers Association's Mortgage Application Survey. According to the MBA, applications for purchase mortgages gained for the seventh consecutive week to a level that was 18% higher than a year ago, providing further evidence that the housing market is headed into a strong summer home buying season. That being said, the Market Composite Index, a measure of mortgage loan application volume, decreased 3.9% on a seasonally adjusted bias from one week earlier. But after reaching a peak of 76% earlier this year, refinances now account for less than 60% of activity. According to the report, the index hit its lowest level since February at 59.5% of total applications. In reference to the report, Joel Kahn, MBA's Associate Vice President of Economic and Industry Forecasting, said that pent-up demand from homebuyers returning to the market continues to support a recovery from the weekly declines observed earlier this spring. However, according to him, there are still many households affected by the widespread job loss and current economic downturn. Because of this, he says high unemployment and low housing supply may restrain a more meaningful rebound in purchase applications in the months to come. Our third story comes from Phil Hall and spotlights Washington, D.C.'s housing market. 
According to Hall, the housing market is already beginning to see a rebound from the pandemic and home prices have been rising since Amazon's move to the area. In a statement, Sean Johnson, a branch manager at Lone Depot in Fairfax, Virginia, attributed the rebound to the metro's transient community. According to Johnson, there's always people moving in and out of the DC metro area, which is keeping real estate moving without too much of a problem. That said, Johnson admits the market is not without challenges as it is burdened with a deficit of inventory and a surplus of buyers, which has forced many house hunters to settle considerably out of town. Hall also notes the Washington DC area market is also among the most expensive on the East Coast, as Redfin reported the average DC home price last month was $620,000, up 5.1% from one year earlier. Hall says the arrival of Amazon's second headquarters at National Landing in Arlington County has kept prices high for that section of the market. Shannon Wisler, loan officer at First Washington Mortgage, says right after Amazon's headquarters announcement, there's a 20% spike in sales and then home prices increased about 17%. Johnson also said that Google, Microsoft, and other high-tech companies have also been actively talking about establishing a significant local corporate presence, which would bring in more jobs and by extension, more would-be home buyers. Our last story comes from Angela DeGale and covers new data from the Mortgage Bankers Association that indicates the mortgage forbearance pace continues to slow. According to the MBA, the number of loans in forbearance increased 10 bias points for the week ending May 24th to 8.46% of outstanding home loans from 8.36% the prior week. The MBA says this is the smallest increase reported week over week since the week of March 9th. Currently, about 4.2 million mortgages are in forbearance, but across all investor types, forbearance requests have dropped for the sixth consecutive week versus the prior week to 0.2% from 0.28% of servicing portfolio volume. Broken out by investor type, Jenny May mortgages, primarily backed by the Federal Housing Administration and the Veterans Administration, have the largest overall share of loans in forbearance with 11.82%. And while the share of Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac loans in forbearance increased week over week by three bias points to 6.39% from 6.36%, Mike Frattentoni, MBA's chief economist, says the survey continues to indicate that fewer homeowners are seeking forbearance as more states across the country reopen their economies and prospects begin to improve. According to him, policy support for households, including expanded unemployment, insurance benefits, and other transfers have helped many stay on their feet during this crisis. Thanks for listening to today's top stories and the housing wire team will be back again tomorrow to cover the top stories that you need to know in the daily download.